Uh, all right, here we are. Let's go. Here we are. We're at Jeff Ruby's in Cincinnati, Ohio. I and showed we got up. a big guest today. We got a big guest today. I showed up here with slippers on from the hotel. I had uh, no socks when I came here. I did my I did my eye drops, my chapstick. Got all my stuff from CVS. This is a big episode. I'm pumped. Bro doesn't do a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's I crazy. It. I love how you. Uh, so shout out to Bob. Big guy. Yeah, we got, we got, well, I mean, big I got guess. I got to ship from you last night because the Wahlberg thing and all that. So yeah. I'm like, I got to step up now. So how'd you do Hundred percent. This is a big one though. Shout out to Bob. Well, I mean, Joe originally was no, 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 no. And finally I just fired off again and he was like, all right, let's do it. Persistent. So he's the fucking man for this. So sometimes your strategy works, bro. I think sometimes the strategy works. I'll never change my strategy, yeah, Aaron. I don't know what you learned mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. camp. Camp Mentory. We keep pushing. All right. We may lose a couple along the way. Like Wahlberg and them, but true. Guess, but but it yeah. does work. I just I, you just annoy the fuck out of him, pretty much, right? I annoy the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I just want this guy to shut up. Yep. But I also saw him in. Uh, he was. Then they look at the views and they're like, oh shit, you know what? This is actually pretty dope. Well, they look at the views and they see who else we've done on the show too, which is good. And that's why, you know, in order to get really big guests, we talk about it all the time. It's like we just gotta have sometimes safe brand friendly names. And Joe's, I think, one of them. It's our second NFL guy, AB and AB and now Joe. Not not a bad lineup, right? Not a bad lineup at all, so I'm excited. And I think this place is haunted too, by the way. It's haunted? I don't know. No, We're supposed to be dope. showing them love and you're calling the place haunted? No, but it's it? like in a good way haunted. You come here and you eat and this ghost fucking floating around or something. Because I just went <laughs> to the bathroom upstairs. I think there was a ghost in there. I'm not joking. Really? No, this, just, this is Goodfellas vibes, bro. Is this it? is lit. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I just ate the steak, by the way. Joe has his own steak named after him here. There's a steak here. It costs, it's, what's it called? The, the burrow steak. The burrow steak. Right? Burrow steak, yeah. You had that? Um, they're going to bring it out. They're going to bring it out during the show, I think. Muck so some steak. So you can, they're going to bring you just cheese plate. That's <laughs> it. I told them no steak. That's all I want. Cheese. Perfect. You know, you're a big NFL guy, though, right? Yeah. So you should be pretty so dialed. Should, in. Aren't you? Yeah. Is that what you started with your clips going viral? Bob is made for the NFL ones, man. Like uh, when we see. did AB, Bob the whole day was just be like, yo, this is going to be everywhere and shit. Well, was? He, just, he didn't want to leave anywhere because he wanted to stay by a TV. Because he thought it was going to be posted on ESPN. Yeah, it was. So he was just glued. No, it was immediately it wasn't. It, it actually wasn't. How many on the times TV did you hit up Shefty to post it? Oh, I hit up Jimmy Pitaro, president of ESPN, multiple times. I hit up Shefty. Schefter multiple times, which is your connect that you introduced me to, which is a great connection. Uh, everybody. I think that's about. what's good about the pod too is we got a versatile squad. Even with Salim can step in. Mm -hmm. it's like, you know. Each interview is different for different people and shit, which is cool. And you're now posting. Kyle's all into this hockey stuff now. You've always been a hockey guy. Yeah. Well, it's it's playoffs, so it's Leafs. Right. And, like, it was a good season. Mm -hmm. So the Leafs haven't won a cup, you know, that since, what, 1967? Gambles? Yeah. We haven't, we... They haven't made it out of the first round of the playoffs since 04. Well, when are we going to get some <laughs> hockey guys on here, then? We got to get, some we gotta get Austin Matthews. He'd be a great one. We can get a few guys. But I got. I'm gonna go to the game right after this. I'm gonna fly to Tampa, mm -hmm. game six. If the Leafs win, they advance. And then I gotta be in LA tomorrow at for a 9:30 tea time to golf with Trump. With who? Trump. You're playing with President Trump. Yeah. Wow. I thought you set that up. Uh, you know, You'll take credit. I, I mean, well, I mean, no, they just I'm, reached out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, this is just it's just is what it is. I mean, that, that's amazing. You can't. You have to be on time, ready to go. What are the stakes though? Because you know, we play Caitlyn Jenner for something big. You got to play for something. Big. I don't think he plays for shit. Yeah, but he'll yeah, play for right. prop shit. We'll ask him. I'll ask him tomorrow. He plays for something. You got to fucking win, dude. He, and I think he cheats. He's known to cheat in golf. I think. Well, they're about even on that. <laughs> like, yeah, Kyle definitely balls. dumps a couple balls. No, fixing buddy, lies. When we play scramble, you're allowed to fix your lie. There's always new yeah. rules when you play with this one. Did, club I cheat, did I cheat when I made you wear a skirt to the derby or what? No, that you didn't cheat. But exactly. 
You're one and zero in hot. I mean, you're, bets. you're great yeah. to play with because then it's like, all right, if he's gonna fucking do this, I'm in. Listen, in scramble, you gotta sometimes utilize the foot wedge, you know. All right. Who else is but, playing? But uh, Bob, yeah. I think one of you guys got to come to the game with me tonight. I can't do it because you know. And I'm then there's a nice jet blue mint lie flat right in the morning. Oh really? Yes. Man, oh man. Uh, what else do you have going on? I got this photo shoot for summer. It's happening uh, right now. Yeah. Business, bro. Apparently, all I think all the football guys are going to the game too. Nice. They're all going to the game, and then the they're Bucks? all going to summer's photo shoot. I think I'm gonna be football and traveled out after this podcast. To be honest with you, so. Yeah. I always got to try to convince Bob a little bit, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, always at the end of a podcast, we're always like jazzed up a little bit, so you know things can change. But gave their flights available though, if I want to get on the plane. Yeah. Huh. Maybe. Who got you tickets tonight, Austin? No, I got actually just put on my story because I wanted to get a box because like I don't know how hectic it's gonna be just going in the fucking stands. Hockey's like our demo too. Yeah, you're fucked if you go in the regular shit. That's why it's everybody's like, oh, you don't sit with like regular shit with you guys. You can't. You'll get mobbed. Yeah, I've seen it firsthand. It's the most annoying, crazy thing in the world. Patrick Maroon got us five tickets. Nice. He's expecting you there. So is he? Yeah. Don't He's always asking about you. This is such a lie. I swear, no, yo, God. hockey players love Bob, bro. If you go to that, if you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, they, love, they love solid. I'm good looking guys. like some of them follow Nelk boys. They all follow all Bob. Follow Bob. The whole abs. Matthews doesn't like you, but well, that's because I, I another one I do with Austin. Him. I yeah. zinged him. I zinged Matthews too much. I know I'm in Austin's bad list, but yeah, you're I'm in sure if like list. we sit down together, we can fix this. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll sit that episode out. It's all right, you know. Yeah. No, Maroon loves you though. If I had to sit out Matthews, I, was I like, would fire Bob? back. It would be like Austin Matthews, like Bob. You got to sell that episode of Big Guy Fine. I'll be like, well, Kyle, I got Kim Jong Un and Vladimir Putin ready to go <laughs> next episode. So, is it what game is this? Seven, game six, three two, or three no, two Leafs. Leafs. So if they win, oh, shit. and just like, dude, it's they're not winning on the road for though. Toronto. They might. You never know. But if Toronto starts like advancing, we all got to go post up in Toronto for a bit. It's gonna be for the parade. That city. I mean, even if they just go on a run, the city's going to be buzzing. Really? Yeah. Toronto's I've never been lit. to Toronto. Got to go, bro. Yeah, we got to you do... get your passport. Like, let's be ready. We can get that, bro. What's good about uh, Toronto, though? Like, what's dope about it? I mean, it's the third biggest city in North America. Third or fourth. So it's like LA, New York, Chicago, Toronto. So it's just like, it's a big city. I mean, the chicks are fire. Yeah, you're pretty dope there, right? The chicks are fire. How we're... dope are you in Toronto? I mean, we're pretty plugged up in Toronto, you know? That's like your... Day ones though. Yeah, I think it's like Drake, you know, with the weekend. And you then Drake weekend. We're somewhere in between like Tory Lanes and Nav status, you know. <laughs> Tell you Maybe what, even though. honestly, Nav has his beat a little bit, so we're not that we're not that sauce, but mm. it's dope. Where's Bieber from? He's from Toronto. He's from Stratford. You seem a little bit tweaked right now. Are you are, right? dude. I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> Chill. Did you find no. my stash of zaps? And did you accidentally take one? This I might have thought it was. Did you really take an Adderall? Yeah. Really for yeah. focus. Yeah. Sometimes they can backfire though, and they can get you like really like jittery and fucked up. Yeah. Adderall and chew. Yeah, it's fucked up today. Are you all right? You going through some shit that we need to talk no, about? No, good, bro. You promise? Yes. All right, you know I'm always here. Stop for you. trying to turn this on me. I'm. I feel like you right now. <laughs> fucking me up in the head, bro. I got a good night's sleep last night. I took a bubble bath, filled it all the way to the top when I got in. There's no just, bath in the room. Yeah, there's a bath in my room. Oh, really? They gave me a fucking bathtub. You hit the mini bar. I tried to, but it was good. the, the funny thing. It? No, the funny thing about Brett is Brett's really good about now when I stay at hotels. There's a no mini bar policy. I don't even realize it until I go to the mini bar, open it, and there's nothing there. Brett empties it, so it can't be used. And then you just get a bottle to the room instead. Uh, yeah, but there's some <laughs> restrictions on that too. So he does a good job keeping me in line. That's good. They wait. Did you wake him up today? 
Nah, Bob was up. I slept in though. I slept. I had the worst fucking nightmare of my life. Crazy shit. People were fucking stabbing me nonstop because I watched this bro. shit about the electric chair the night before about this what guy wrong with you? who got the electric chair and lethal injection and death penalty and all that. And I was watching it and I fell asleep and it must have just caused a bunch of like crazy ass nightmares. So I woke up at two in the morning with like cold sweats. So I was like, <laughs> and then people were like stabbing me. People were in the room and shit. It was fucked. So nice. the future is of the NFL is coming out. Huh? Is that what this shit does to you or what? Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm hungry. Sure. I'm ready for some steak. Bro, there's all in there right now. Just go snag some. It's good. Oh, wait for Joe. Wait for Joey? Yeah, wait for Joey. I think he's probably coming in right now. So we saw him in Old Town. We did. He was he was very well behaved. I actually was impressed. He was sitting in the corner just chilling. People were coming up to him. He was being very respectful. Oh, you said that. Yeah. yeah. We met him. Me, Bob, you brought me and Steve over one night. Yeah. We went and hung out at his table. It's fucking dope. Didn't you say something happened? Like Steiny was just all on his dick. What the fuck? No, I was Wasn't not. Wasn't that when Steiny had the chains? You yeah, said, and he's like, like, "Dude, I did not do fucking that." Fucking here, should it drop it to the ground like you ain't getting? He was like, flashing his fuck. I don't know if that song was playing, but it was, you know. I don't recall that. Let's go. Good to see you, sir. I'll take you in the back door. Sounds good. Yep. What's going on? What's going on, brother? Sir. You guys want me? Right there's good. Just pop and we go. Go for it. Joe in the house. Let's go. You been here before? Mm-hmm. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you guys are inspired to start a new business venture this year, Shopify is the only tool you will need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify makes it so easy to control every sales channel. So whether you're offering custom graphic t-shirts from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling fitness gear on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify is the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn your audience from browsers to buyers. By now, it's obviously clear. You boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to offer full send and happy to gear hosted on fullsend.com. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is really a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, I got you guys on a deal. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash full send, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash full send, $1 a month, and take your business to the next level today. All the time, this is my spot. This They're is... saying there's a steak named after you here. Yeah. You tried it? <laughs> That's what Mike I checked. did. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, I mean, here we are. This is pretty sick. Joe, thank you for doing this, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate I don't know. it. I mean, do you do a lot of, do you do a lot of podcasts? I don't do a lot of media stuff at all. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of ducked off in my own little world for the most part. Right. What's there to do here in like Cincinnati, in, like off season? There's what a lot of do? good food, really good restaurants. But other than that, I kind of just stay at the house. Just chill? I don't do much. What's like a day in the life in like the off season? I'm working out in the morning. Um, 10 to 12 usually, and then cold tub. After that, I'm playing some <laughs> playing some video games for the most part, and and relaxing. I'm not doing much. What is the What is the point of that cold tub thing? Why does everybody do that? What is a cold tub? A lot of health benefits. Uh, increases metabolic rate, increases you no know, blood flow, recovery, all that good stuff. So you sit in it, and you're just what's the point of it? 
You just have to sit in it for like four years. It decreases like swelling, right? <laughs> yeah, but do you have to be working out to do it? Or can I just do it? Just I don't get work. in the cold tub. Whenever. I mean, you could do it, but you're not really recovering from anything if you're not right. working out. If you're not working out, so it's pointless. It probably wakes you up, too. Yeah. Right. Definitely wakes you up. How long you sit in that? 10 minutes. Damn. Did you ever see Joe Rogan's thing? Uh, depends on what thing. Rogan sat in that tub or whatever it was for like, what is it, like 35 minutes or something? No, I did not see that. Dude, it was nuts. He sat in that cold tub for literally 35 minutes and this, it was like, he was, it was insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. So yeah. Bob said that he has DM'd you a few times. What made you decide to come on? I got bored. You got tired <laughs> of him or you're just like, fuck yeah. I got no, I just got bored. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't do much of these. You've been um, on part of my take a couple times, yeah? Yeah, a couple times, like twice. Is that the last podcast you did? Yeah, those are the only two. Holy is it hard shit. sometimes you feel like with, with who you are and like that you're restricted to not, like you're, it, it's hard for you to do these things because of, you know, the repercussions that may come with doing, you know, kind of loosey-goosey kind of podcasts? Yes and no. You, you know, I'm not. walk out of here. <laughs> I'm pretty, oh, I mean, we have Joe's best interest in mind. Right? 100%. I'm, I'm pretty good at understanding what I want to say and verbalizing it the way that I want to. So I'm not so much worried about that. It's just I'm not not really a big fan of the whole – I love playing football, mm-hmm. but I don't like everything that comes with it a lot. So you, you don't like – do you like the attention? No, I hate it. Hate it meaning what? You don't like to – like do you get anxiety from it? Do you get like – Yeah, I get, I get anxiety and like going out and – having to take pictures with all these people. And I love it. I love the fans. And I'm, you know, very appreciative of everybody. But, you know, it's a lot sometimes. Well, I just think what people don't understand, too, is like you are obviously you're a football player. So that's your job to do that. What comes with it. But also the pay, the payday wasn't bad. Payday is not bad. What was your deal? <laughs> uh, so the first pick of my draft was 36-4, I think, over four years. And then fifth year, fifth year option for the first round picks. And is that in comparison to first round, first round, first pick overall, bro? What was so the, how much gar- do you get right the guaranteed? Twenty three million. My, the, it's all guaranteed oh, okay. for for the draft picks. Um, and then my signing bonus was twenty four six or something like how that. How good does that feel? It was fun when you wake up and that hits in the first first thing in the morning. Did you go buy anything or do anything with that? So does a wire just come in no, for twenty four, just like that? Like you just yeah. Damn, no well, payment. They take increments. the tax. They take the taxes out. Okay, and so you, know, you call your financial guy. You're like, yo, what the fuck? Where's this twelve? 12 in here? Where's this twelve million? Right, <laughs> gone. And then you realize, oh, taxes. Right. Did you did you come from money or no? I mean, we were mid- upper middle class. My dad was a football coach mm-hmm. at uh, Ohio University, so I mean, we definitely weren't poor. Right. You know, I was able to get everything that I wanted. I wouldn't say we were rich, but. Mm-hmm. We did well. He he played he played in college and in the NFL. He played at Nebraska and then he played in the CFL. He played in the NFL for one year. Where did yeah. he play in the CFL? He played in Toronto. He played in Saskatchewan. He kind of bounced around. I'm, I'm from Toronto, so yeah. Oh, really? The CFL is just I don't know, man. Yeah, we got our leagues. It's such a joke too. It's like, <laughs> the you know. CFL. But was he was he pushing hard for you to go to Nebraska? Was Nebraska one of the things? Nebraska that- didn't really want me. Nobody really wanted you. Uh, yeah, I mean, not not at the level that I wanted to to play at. Ohio State was kind of my only big offer coming out of high school, and you know, that didn't really work out in my favor. And then you know when I was transferring, it was you know there were a couple suitors, Cincinnati, North Carolina, but you know LSU was kind of the only the big school that wanted me. Mm-hmm. You uh you played basketball and baseball too, right? 
I played baseball growing up, and I played basketball it, all through high, high school. school. Yeah. Any offers in those sports or no? Um, not in baseball. I kind of stopped before. You know, I was I didn't do baseball in high school, but basketball I could have played played somewhere if I had if I had wanted to. Nice. Basketball is. Can you dunk? I could dunk. Yeah. What what position were you? I kind of played. I was kind of the LeBron of my little league. Really? We didn't exactly have the the stiffest competition, but I kind of. It's a pretty did big everything. statement. <laughs> that is a big statement. Make sure we clip that, please. The LeBron <laughs> of Southeast Ohio. Yeah, exactly. But because a lot of athletes too, when you because all these guys are good because they're just obviously just super athletic. You got to make a choice at some point to play NBA or the NFL. A lot of these guys. So you but you didn't ever think you had a chance to play in the NBA, right? No, no I did you not. Were, you weren't at that level. I'm pretty no. sure I saw something that said that you favored basketball and baseball over the NFL or over football, though. Yeah, I like ba- basketball. Is my favorite sport. I almost quit football to play basketball because I was starting point guard my freshman year in high school on varsity basketball, and I was playing freshman football, and so I was kind of starting to lean towards basketball. And then, so what made you say I got to do football? Well, all of a sudden, I had this awesome sophomore season in football, and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this football thing. I might as well, you know, focus on this. So then you go to Ohio State first year, and you're actually it was Dwayne Haskins who just passed away, yeah. right? You were behind. So Dwayne was the year after me. I was class of 2015. He was class of 2016. So he was the quarterback that came in right after me. So you had, but you had JT Barrett, JT Braxton, Braxton Cardale were all there, and that was after they had just won the national title. When Braxton was the starter, got hurt. JT became the starter, came got hurt, and then Cardale went in the last couple of games and and won it all. So you know we had some guys. Well. So with that lineup, you think you're going to get a shot or were you worried like, fuck, I'm not going to play. These guys are so good. No, I knew I wasn't going to play <laughs> immediately. I was kind of just uh, enjoying the college backup quarterback life for the first couple of years. No, I was working hard and, and getting better, but I was definitely enjoying myself. So was, ha- was Haskins a, a friend of yours? Yeah, you know, we were we were close. I mean, we were competitive. We were competing for a job for for three years and, you know, we became close through that. We kind of had this interesting relationship where we were you know, pushing each other every day and getting better and, you know, saw each other grow from, you know, when we first got into, you know, where we were by the end of it. And so it was, you know, it was tough to, it was a tough day when, when that happened and, you know, the Ohio State community kind of came out and, you know, helped everybody along that road. Mm -hmm. So then how did the transfer come about to LSU? So I graduated in three years and, you know, the transfer portal wasn't a thing when I was transferring so you couldn't just just, sit out for a little bit yeah you had to unless you graduated so i graduated but you couldn't just hop in the portal like you can these days so i did i I graduated decided to transfer um kind of you know the writing was on the wall Dwayne had just gone in so i broke my hand before my last season at ohio state Mm -hmm. and kind of set me back and then jt got hurt against michigan Dwayne went in and played awesome ended up coming back and winning the game and so I kind of knew I had saw the writing on the wall that he was going to kind of be the guy and so I kind of decided to coach O reached out to you and was like hey we got an opportunity for you or yeah so Bill Bush was the safeties coach at LSU and he was at Ohio State my first year as the you know special teams assistant I think Mm -hmm. and he told coach O about me and then went on a visit to to LSU and I don't know if you guys have ever talked to coach O but He's pretty convincing. Yeah. And so, you know, that was kind of it. Does, for me. does that stuff, did it ever come? I don't want to 
get you in trouble or anything. But did anybody ever come to you with like bags of money or anything to be like, hey, come and play for our school? No, I wasn't good enough for that. You maybe some, enough. maybe some guys, but not me. Yeah. Do you believe that still exists? You think? Yeah, hell for yeah. sure. So they, you think they're still dropping bags and like doing little? I don't think it's as as prevalent as some people think, but it definitely. Happens. Yeah. What was it like at LSU? Just like going there and shit, like the campus and shit. So I didn't, I didn't do much. I kind of got it all out of my system at Ohio State. I kind of just treated that as like a, a post-graduation internship, getting ready for what I wanted to do in, in the NFL. And so I kind of just took it really serious, didn't do a lot, took all online classes. So I didn't have to really worry about going to class every single day. just had to focus on training and all that. There was so. like just Joe gets all A's. That's it. Joe didn't even have to, <laughs> Joe didn't even have to show up. It's like yeah. Joe Joe missed his class at exam today. Well, it's like A plus. He's good. Don't <laughs> I mean, worry about it. It sounds like at Ohio State you never thought you'd go to the NFL at that point. I mean that was the plan, but if you're not playing, it wasn't playing. So it was like, what about what about uh, what about Urban Meyer? You did you guys have a bad relationship? You and Urban? No. no, I mean it was it got intense at times because you know I wasn't playing and we were competing and I was backup quarterback. But you know I love Coach Meyer. There's nothing but love there. Right? Was he he was hard on you though? Oh, very hard. Yeah. So what do you what, what kind of things would he say? I mean, so he's the kind of guy that when a new guy gets there, he's gonna put him in the fire and see how he responds. And so, you know, my first couple of years, you know, he really, you know, he stands right behind the quarterback and if you make a bad throw, he's going to let you know it. Yeah. And so some guys can handle it. Some guys can't. Um, and, you know, once you get through that and he realizes, oh, this guy's tough guy, good player, works hard. And then the relationship, relationship kind of switches to, you know, more of a, uh, friend than a you know, hard coach on you so you know he he got the best out of me that's for sure what's the most savage thing he's ever said you or called you he told me i threw like a girl one time <laughs> that was piss you off or what <laughs> you, you talk back you like no girl. i didn't definitely didn't head talk coach back. Like, you like a girl now super <laughs> the super bowl can anybody Fucking. ever talk back or they're just it's just, not the most creative truth no. too. it's like exactly. it's the most basic you got, coach meyer has this urban's a zapper weird sense of humor zapper. yeah good guy though like you know, you hear all these stories coming out about Coach Meyer and people that know him. You know, a lot of those are Coach Meyer's way of making jokes. Sure. And, you know, some things are Coach Meyer's an intense guy. But sure. I think I think Urban just he, he does his job and then off the field, I think he just probably does has his fun. Right. I mean, he got because <laughs> he got in a little bit of trouble with that thing. He was that like, viral pick grinding on some. Were you there that night or not? You were with him as wingman. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what Z-Rat does. He tries to extract information. So you come with me and Kyle, we're going to take care of you. We're not going to put you in those situations. You know? So you, when you go to LSU, is Coach O like believing in you right away? Like how, yeah. how did you become the fucking man there? Yeah, right away. You know, exactly when he was recruiting me, he told me something that was going to happen and it happens. And so, you know, there's not a lot of people like that in this industry. Um, so I was very thankful that Coach O gave me that opportunity because I knew what I was going to do with it. You guys still pretty close? Yeah, we we talk a lot. Was the confidence always there? Did it start to come more when you got more recognition and more playing time? It was always there. I mean, I knew what I would do if I ever got on the field. Obviously, it wavered a bit when you're not playing for three years and, you know, you're putting all this work in in the weight room and on the field and you're not seeing any results except mm -hmm. for, for in practice. But, you know, the confidence in myself never never wavered. And I was kind of always a better game game player than I was a practice player. And unfortunately, I never got to show that at mm -hmm. Ohio State. I think you saw that in the spring games when I got in a, you know, when we played in the spring games, I always played really well and then, you know, always better than, than I did in practice. Mm -hmm. Um, but never got, never got my opportunity.
you think if you had stayed at Ohio State, you would have had the same success? Well, I would have. Dwayne would have been the starter, and I guess he would have left, probably left after that year too, and I probably would have had one year of, of starting, but, you know, who knows what happens with that year. <clears throat> right. So I'm I'm happy with my decision. He goes to LSU and he wins a Heisman No, I know that. I'm just curious to see what the, you know, what, his, what, it, what it would have been on the, if he had stuck with Ohio State. Yeah. Did you take a lot of shit in the DMs and stuff and uh, on social media from leaving? From Ohio State fans? Yeah. No, they understood. Yeah. Ohio State fans are great. They uh, they knew the work that I put it in. They knew I graduated, and they they knew Dwayne was going to be the starter too. Mm-hmm. And so there was there was no hard feelings there. So what was the moment at LSU where you were like, "All right, I got something. I'm going to probably most likely be one of the best quarterbacks to come out of the draft class." What was it? What was a big game <laughs> moment? What was your What was your moment that you had that you were most proud of at LSU? I had a really good spring ball after my first year there. I mean, the first year was I was trying to figure out how to play football again. I hadn't played actual football in in three years, three and a half years. So I was, you know, getting the feel of things again, remembering how to move in the pocket, make people miss. I hadn't done that mm-hmm. in so long. And so it was like that first year was just kind of a feeling out process. And then that second year kind of all clicked for me. And and we had a lot of guys coming back. Obviously we had Jamar, Justin, Clyde, you know, all those guys that you see now balling yeah. in the league. We had, we had really good players. Ridiculous but. lineup. So did you and Jamar like click right away? Cause <clears throat> I mean, you guys play at LSU, crush at LSU. He's obviously on the Bengals. Like, it's crazy to think. You go from college, win a championship, now you have your guy at the Bengals. So when did that click when you guys were like, this is my guy? Z. Z. I mean, immediately when he got here, and I knew the kind of dude he was at LSU. We, he was one of the first guys that I threw with. Fucking Bobber Walters um. over here. Sorry, Joe. Go <laughs> ahead. Who that is? You know who Jamar Chase is or no? <laughs> keep, go ahead. Yeah. Joe, sorry to rudely interrupt you there. No, it's okay. Apologies. That is Z, um, we call him. Yeah, I mean he's he's a great player. Hard worker. You can, you I compare exactly your, what was going to happen. You compare your tandem to anybody we've ever seen, or no? I don't think I don't like making those comparisons. You know, I try try not try to stay away from that because I want to be I want to be me. I don't want to. You know, I don't really watch film on. I mean, I watch other quarterbacks, but I don't try to take anything because I want to be the best player that I can be and what I can do good. I'm really proud of you too, by the way, because I we talked about it earlier. We ran into you at the we call it the Devil's Den. You know what the Devil's Den is? No. Scott's Scottsdale. <laughs> we ran into you there and you were like, I was like, you know, somebody told me that Joe was there and we had spoken briefly and I was like, I gotta go say what's up to him. You were just like didn't you were just focused. There was like distractions all around you. There's bottle girls, there's all, you know, and you he, Joe was just dialed in. He's just like chilling, enjoying the vibe and whatnot. How often do you go and get tempted to go into that lifestyle of the partying and the craziness these days i don't doesn't really interest me that's uh i was visiting some friends and they wanted to go do that so we went and did that but that's not really really my cup of tea these days yeah i think you were like drinking water yeah, I think yeah. you were sitting there like drinking water and just like shaking everybody's hand and being very respectful so i was just like just Damn. just hanging out until we got back mm-hmm. and i'm not a big not a big party drinker guy yeah these days have like you, tra- have you tried already. these things yet what are those the happy debts i don't know what that is Nice. It's a, it's a seltzer that Kyle created. Oh, nice. I'm not trying to get like a free endorsement from you or anything like that, but you know, I don't let me get some left. Kind of yeah. <laughs> I mean, Did you, you know. already hit a workout today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. I just fuck with you. All right. So you make it there. So you go through college, whatever, blah, blah. Then we go fast forward to the uh, NFL draft. Did you, were you, did you actually go to the draft or no? So it was a COVID year. We didn't oh, have it. We, oh, we had at, at home draft. It was just me, my mom, and dad. We didn't. There's nothing crazy. It was a little weird. That's brutal. Yeah. Would you have been there though? If, sorry. Would you have been there if, uh, if it wasn't COVID year, <laughs> my apologies. But he's like a dragon right now. I was a dragon. You know, I was kind of, 
I was kind of happy that I got to stay home and celebrate with my family. Yeah. Because the draft is crazy these days. All the you know, media stuff and pictures. Not not real into that. Like I said, I was kind of kind of going to stay home anyway if they had it. Mm-hmm. And I was glad I didn't have to make that decision because COVID ended up happening. I didn't have to tell Roger Goodell that I wasn't going to come knowing I was the first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it kind of worked out perfectly. I think you'd be a great mentor for some people that are heads are too big. And one fuck? of the guys right here, like, I mean, guy when next when, to me. Yeah. I well, mean, just I think, his, gonna, he's got the gold chains rocking. Yeah. Well, I'm calling cap because we've seen your fits go viral. This I year. can, I can get it. So you get dressed up together. and you go viral. So I think you like the attention a little <laughs> is bit. Is he maybe. a low key? Is he a low key? He's got to build the brand, bro. Yeah, I know. Okay. So you had that <laughs> outfit. I looked at your caption, uh, Cartier glasses. Can you, you have sick captions, by the way? Sick captions. Wait, my caption game is your unmatched. It game is. is unbelievable. It always has been. Go back to when I was in Ohio State. all the way back. Unmatched. I went Unmatched back. Captions. I went back and I'm looking at. His Are you page. a solo captioner or do you have like a secret caption like assistant? No, it's all me. Just all you. All me. There's a picture of you and uh, I can't remember who, but you have AirPods in and he has wires. It in. was Clyde. Yeah. What yeah. was the caption? It's hilarious. You're roasting uh, for wearing wires. I said, "Sorry, Clyde, I can't hear you. I got my AirPods in." He had the wires. It was funny. Fucking <laughs> you're, hilarious. You're an Air. I fucking excuse my language. I know you're. You know, uh, I fucking hate AirPods. Oh yeah. I think they're the douchebaggiest things on the planet. And by the way, so what do you wear? I wear the wires. The wires. I'm old school wires. And I would think the same of you. I'm very disappointed. Why are you so proud of that? Because it's like literally admitting you're no every sauce. time when I on my Instagram shit, I put on my shit and everybody's like, oh, you have the fucking wires in like upgrade AirPods. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like, yeah. I, I just don't. I, it's, it, first of all, how do you not lose them all the time? You got to keep track of your stuff. I lose AirPods a lot. How, I mean, have you, you can keep the same pair of AirPods for. Doesn't matter for him. No, I've definitely gone through a couple. He doesn't look at his bank account when he has to go buy another <laughs> AirPod pack. Okay, so that fit where you go. The caption was what? Cartier glasses came with Pikachu. Yeah. How you knew that that was not one day fit. That was planned out. I mean, yeah, I planned it out. How, for how sure. far in advance was that fit and that caption planned Just out? Just a week. So my this is a good story. My my best one of my friends from high school, Micah, he actually he's recently started designing clothes. Yeah. And he designed that jacket that I wore. And so I surprised him by wearing that to the game. I knew it was, it was dope jacket. So I knew I was going to wear the Cardia shades. going to wear the jacket. Had some shoes on. I knew it was going to blow up. And he ended up getting a lot of business from that. So that was awesome. Oh, yeah. When you're buying fits and thinking of captions at the same time, until you know you have sauce. <laughs> That's next level, huh? That's next level well, shit. Have you seen his engagement? Yeah, I've seen You yes. understand all this stuff, Yeah, right? it's popping. So he's got three points. What do you got? How many followers on Instagram? Three mil. Three mil plus, uh, and then his last post got 1.7 million likes. It's crazy. 29,000 comments. I don't know. I don't really look at that stuff. Well, Bob is a studious guy on your engagement. I can tell. (laughs) He said engagement. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? You you broke 100K on your last photo. I mean, I don't know why. Back in the triple digits. Sometimes I'm getting 3K likes on my shit. I'm just like, how's Burrow here right now? I just don't get it, you know? Are, Are the pregame fits like competitive in the locker room? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You think you're the best dressed or? I'm up there. Who else is up there? T is up there. T's yeah. got some fire fits. Jamar, got- Jamar likes to think he does. He's probably top 10. What's the worst fit you've ever seen anybody walk into a game with? The basketball players or you, you personally on your team? Yeah, oh. what's with the basketball the Basketball player players shit. are a little out there for me. Even. It's too much. What, like yeah. who, Westbrook? I'm not going to name any names, but... Joe's smart at this. This is not his first rodeo, right? I think they do that. Just They <laughs> must do it just to get attention. He's the, uh, You're right. I, he tries to extract. You're that's, right. That's, that's, just trying to become your friend, bro. You know, <laughs> My flight's not until 10 p.m. I don't know what, like, what you're doing after this and shit. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, cool. So now we fast forward. You get drafted. Were you a little... 
did you know you were going to Cincinnati? Yeah. The whole time. So you knew you were going to be the number one draft pick. Guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do... We had a combine. I didn't do anything at the combine. Our pro day got canceled, so I didn't do any pre-draft stuff that any of these guys are doing. So I was just able to train and focus on getting better because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but they had told me you know, months in advance that I was going to be the guy. And so it was like, I think you're allowed right, to say go. it. If not, we'll take it out. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, let's go. You know, it's it's time to game time. Mm-hmm. And you're so first. you come to this, this, you come to Cincinnati, you were, you were, were you excited to come here? Did you want to come here? Yeah, I was excited to come back because I didn't get to play football in Ohio after after high school and so I was excited to come back and you know be close to home knew a lot of people in Cincinnati Columbus is close Athens is close so I was excited to come back and then the first season obviously didn't go as planned you got hurt yeah I think you probably what was the game though he got hurt what game did you get hurt got hurt against uh the football team Uh, commanders sorry what is it now the commanders I believe so it was originally the Washington Redskins right which they they deem that it's offensive it's a racial thing. Is that why they changed the team name? You are and correct. They, and they switched to the Washington football team. Yeah, I like the football team. The football team was. I mean, it's whoever just, thought of it's that? Just the football team. Bro, now? They, they they had a year where it was just. Well, the it Washington. was like a. It was supposed to be like a bridge name, and then it kind of turned in. I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. the football team. Can you imagine like all the names and the like? Who was thinking? They probably of that? had the most creative names too planned. Yeah, and they just went with the football team. I mean, literally, probably the worst name possible. No, oh, I loved it. Yeah, just. Meat and potatoes. So, what was the play like? What what play did you get hurt? Who hits you? I, I don't remember. Uh, so I got I got hit by. So our left guard kind of f- fell into my knee along with the defensive tackle this way, and then I got pushed from that way, and my knee went like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very fun. And just immediate massive pain. Uh, I don't know if it was pain, but I felt my knee move out of where it was supposed to be. And I wouldn't, I guess it was pain, but um, it was more like I knew what had just happened. Right. And you weren't, were you, were you very like injury prone at all in your career? No, I've never, I mean, I, I've had injuries here or there, but nothing that would make me miss games. I've never missed a, a game due to injury in my life. Right. And so, that's, so that was my first injury to, to wh- do that. What did that do for like your confidence in like rookie season, you get hurt? Are you? He cried in the pillow at night. Bro. Well, no, but I mean, how do you? How, are you like? Fuck! This is like the NFL. Are you ready to go back? Because no, I knew I was playing well at the time, and I was just hitting my stride, and so that was frustrating that I get, didn't get those reps towards the end of the year to to keep getting better. But you know, I felt like I had kind of figured it out at that point, and so I was excited to to go into next year. I knew I was going to come back. Um, I knew it was going to take to with the rehab process to to get me back and. You know, it is what it is. You just got to put in more work when you get hurt. Came back strong. Yeah. Hell yeah, I did. Rehab process is a good thing. Been there. Did you feel like it was a big difference from the rookie season to your second year? Like yeah, the- it's just slower. Everything clicks faster. It's another year on the offense. You know, there's so many, only so many defenses in the NFL, so you get to, you know, a lot of teams run the same stuff. Right. And so you get to see that over and over again and just replay that in your head through the whole offseason, you know, different things that, that you saw throughout the year and, it just clicked. I don't know how you guys do the play calling, like the spider twenty two nine oh, yeah. banana. That was like, one of my, you know, that was one of the things I was most worried about coming in because it was all, you know, signals in high school, signals at Ohio State, and signals at LSU. And then you get someone talking in your head. You got to call a play in the huddle mm-hmm. when you're tired and there's eighty thousand screaming fans. But you know, once 
once you get used to it, it's pretty easy. How much does That's the noise? How much does the noise level affect? Is it as big as they say when you're trying to, you know, when there's like you said, eighty thousand people screaming? What's the worst stadium to play in? <sighs> um, Arrowhead was loud. What or Las Vegas was loud. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the two loudest, I would say. Is that where you guys won to go to the Super Bowl? Was in Arrowhead? Yeah. And you guys beat Mahomes. Yeah. What is it like in the in the in the in the pregame when you walk up? You guys are warming out in the field. Does Mahomes say anything to you? Uh, you always see the guys that you know pregame, say hello, tell them good luck and whatever. Um, I don't know Patrick personally, really, uh, but you know I know a bunch of guys on that team. So that's one of my favorite parts of playing the game is seeing all the guys you know pregame, giving respect after the game, win or loss. That's one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Because it was uh, you guys weren't. You guys were big underdogs in that game, weren't you? Who knows? I don't know. I don't look at that. You don't look at the betting. You don't bet your own games. No, I no. can't say I'm a gambler. <laughs> Didn't the um, schedule for the next year come out today? It comes out tonight, eight o'clock. You're playing Arrowhead next season, I think. Yeah, we know who we're playing. And I think where, I saw five prime time games, right? Yeah, something like that. Five, five big time games now. Yeah. Going up against Brady too. Yeah, we play at Tampa. What'd you make of his like retirement and comeback? I mean, did anybody actually think he was going to be retired? Yes. I was did. fooled. Yeah, I, I, I was got fooled, fooled big time. You guys got to know better than that. I would retire if well, I just got his contract. Say that? Why, yeah, why, why should we know better than that? I would I'd take playing. Tom Brady's he's, word for his word. I, I was a diehard New England fan through all the years, and when he says something, he does it. And he said he was retired. He said he was out of the league. And so explain. He's, he's playing way too well to to give it up right now. Then why why say you're retiring? I think, he, I think he wanted to – Shut down the conversation because if he didn't announce his retirement, everyone would be talking about is he retiring? Is he not retiring? So I think he went ahead and did it to get everyone off his back so he could go think about it. And it was That's like smart, well, low key as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Tom's low key smart. Like you could tell but by the, yeah. the late end of his career right now, towards the tail end, he's starting to do more like. Because like, I, I don't think he changed his mind. I think he just did that to, to go and think about it thoroughly. Have you ever had a conversation with him? Yeah, we've talked. Do a lot of these like veterans like mentor you or give you advice ever? Not much. Some guys do more, more retired guys, guys like, you know, Kurt Warner, Peyton Manning, those guys all, you know, help, help out the young guys. But I mean, Rogers and Brady, I mean, they're still competing against us. They don't want to, they don't want to give us anything. Kurt Warner's story is crazy. Did you see that movie? My dad coached, uh, he didn't coach Kurt Warner, but he was coaching the defense of the team that Kurt, Kurt Warner was on in the arena league. Did they like? Did they? Did they amplify that story at all? Like, was it really how it was? He was like working at a grocery store. He was working at a grocery store. Yeah, crazy. And then the, they had that was back in the day where they had Isaac Bruce, they had Marshall Falk. They had, yeah. that, that team was stacked. stacked. The, the Pats beat them that year, right? They were fourteen point yeah. dogs. Um, yeah, I think so. That was with Brady. That, that was oh oh one oh one. I think that was their first one. Mm-hmm. So did, did did when you made finally? Obviously, you didn't expect. You said it yourself. You didn't expect. You knew you guys had a good team. You guys were peaking at the right time, but you didn't expect to ever play in the Super Bowl. No. Why is not. that? Um, I mean, I just didn't have that experience of having that success in the NFL, so I didn't really know what it took. We were just – I know once you get in the playoffs, you know, anything can happen, and, you know, we know how to win a game. Um, but we didn't have that experience. I expected to go to the playoffs – Coming into the year, I think every team does. But you know, going to the to the Super Bowl after we won four games and I tore everything in my knee, um, 
I mean, I thought that was kind of a, a pipe dream until we started getting to the end of the year, and I was like, we're pretty damn good. Um, going into the playoffs, we were playing you know, the best of, of any team in the AFC, I thought, and you know, it was just clicking at the right time. And then once, once we won those first two playoff games, it was like, all right, it's on. How does that pressure compare? Because you won a national championship, so now you're in the playoffs. Everybody wants to see you win the Super Bowl. It's not really – the pressure thing is like uh, – I think it's more of a, a media creation than anything that anybody actually feels. Because when you're out there, it's like one play at a time. How, what do I need to do this play to have success? Um, I don't think anybody really feels the moment. Like, oh, this is the Super Bowl. Like – gotta go make a play like no i don't think anybody really thinks like that but you missed a couple throw you missed a couple throws in that early in early in that game right yeah for sure that yeah. wasn't my best do you look you look back at that game and you look at some of the things you could have done better obviously like anybody yeah. else does for sure you do that with with every game whether you win or lose right you know, i could definitely could have played better but with the super bowl do you like put it away do you say look it's last game of the year i'm putting it away or do you go back and actually examine like hey fuck that throw i fucking overthrew you know so and so i mean i i treated it like a you know, the next week I treated it just like a normal game week. I went and watched watched the game the day after and say I'd get better here, here, and here, and then put it behind me. Where do you think your uh, where do you think your weakness is? If you have a weakness. Um well, that's tough to say. I don't want to give away <laughs> everything you've been working on, but no, there's definitely areas that I can improve. You know, really going into every off season, I'm focusing on improving my entire game getting my body bigger, faster, stronger, moving better, understanding how to move my body in certain situations, reacting to you know different things that defenses could could throw at me and you know really the main thing for me is getting my body back to where it was pre-injury cuz I didn't I mean my I was ready to go, but I wasn't where I wanted to be physically coming off that injury going into the year and it's just not possible when you when you get hurt like that. Um, so this is really, the, I mean, this is my first full off season because going into my rookie year, and you had all the media stuff for draft and didn't know where you were going until until you did, and then this is my first full off season that I'm able to really focus on my body, my game, my arm, core strength, all that stuff that that I need to do. Pretty good deflection there. Yeah, really well done. It's so I told crazy. You, I'm a pro. <laughs> You're a pro. With this. <laughs> You're a pro at this. By the way, I mean, you, the supplement stuff you got going on. I mean, you got to get Joe on some of these supplements. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if he's going to test. What What's like the workout routine like? Um, Like how many days are you like lifting a week? I'm doing something every day. It's not, I'm not doing full, full workouts every day, but I'm lifting Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, doing some Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, just to keep my body moving because I don't want to sit on the couch for 24 hours and then you're body feels like crap for your next workout so you got to stay moving um but lifting four days a week running four days a week and then just maintenance stuff the other days i gotta give joe shit right now though i just thought of something hmm. sorry um are you a kid cuddy fan <laughs> massive massive how do you know that i googled it Aaron. oh i googled it i did my research why is that giving him oh shit? yeah you went on stage with him didn't you i did yeah oh fuck i forgot about that yeah but he, do you know when he went on stage during a performance, did you go to the? Did you go to a Cuddy concert? Oh, that was after, a night. He performed at our uh, after party. At the after party, right? Which I don't get. Like that's the thing too. You got a lot of shit for going to that thing, right? Did I? Based on the searches and all that. For, hmm. Wait, when was it? Yeah, that was, it was the night of the Super Bowl. Bowl. Oh, first of I'm all, saying, like they expect Joe to go cry in a corner, right? You're gonna go and resume well, your life. Here's the thing. It's not so much as you know resuming life, but I was watching a 
you guys watch the football lifes on NFL Network? Yeah, I have. I was watching a bunch of those leading up to the game, and Kurt Warner said something in it. When he lost the Super Bowl, he regretted not celebrating what they had accomplished instead, and he did what you talked about. He went and sulked in a corner. And then after the game, I was like, yeah, it sucks. We just lost the Super Bowl, but we did something really cool. Yeah. And I wanted to to celebrate with the guys about what we did for the year and all the success that we had rather than you know, sit in a corner and sulk about the game we just lost. Well, yeah. I think you I agree. That's and dope. I think you've exceeded expectations yeah. for like, you know, what Cincinnati Bengals fans were expecting. I think for year two, you guys have pretty much exceeded expectations. Did that cause any like negativity? I don't know. He said that it, that someone it did. texted I, uh, you. Someone <laughs> texted you. Fans are obviously saying, yes. fans are not on like the yeah. Cincinnati no, I mean, fans well, are not I, on stage if with Kid Cudi. So. shit, it's it's dumb. You know, like he said, he just brought up a good point about obviously the Kurt Warner thing and whatnot. So I just I just had to I had to ask. You know, yeah, did he I ask mean, you to go on stage? Yeah, he wanted the whole team up there, so we got up there, and I mean, we were having fun. Mm-hmm. We were celebrating what we what we accomplished. Obviously, the game sucked, but pursuit yeah. of happiness comes on. You got to get up there. You got to get up there. Did you get a chance to watch the halftime show the Super Bowl? I did not. Fortunately, I was focused on something else at that moment. <laughs> Can you like hear it when you're in the locker room, like while you guys are like, "All right, so listen, the coach is probably like reaming you out, screaming at you." Can you hear like Dre yeah, and Eminem? You could hear it, yeah. And uh, you were vibing for that. That, that, that that's <laughs> <laughs> that game is definitely different because so halftime in the NFL is super quick, like, and you're out for five minutes, seven minutes maybe, and that one's like 45 minutes, so you're in there for a lot longer. So you got to stay warm in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, you're throwing in the locker room, keep the arm warm, going through dynamic warm up, all that, all that good stuff. Damn, that's a long time. Do you you should have been like doing stories in there, like on Instagram. That's what. Yeah, I Yeah, that would have gone over great. Yeah, that would have been good. They're like, here I am. Did you did you give like room. a halftime your, speech? Your or numbers would have been nuts. I'm not a big speech guy. No, no. Someone's got to give the speech, right? Somebody's got to. You should have walked in there and gave a speech. I would have. If Joe had asked me to, I would have walked in there and fucking gave I'm not sure. It would have been 59 anybody. to 21 final. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, I would have been in there like, all right, guys, how are you? Good to see you all in here. That's how I would have went in there. So next year going into uh, this season, how's the team looking? Awesome. I'm really excited about you know, what we did this offseason. Obviously, I'm healthy. We got Jamar coming back. We got all of our weapons coming back. We added pieces on the, on the offensive line that I think will be really good. And we got everybody on defense back except you know we we lost a i mean a, a piece here or there but you know for the most part we got our whole team coming back that now we know how to do it mm-hmm. we know what it takes to get there and we got the experience so we're ready to go Did you guys signed three offensive linemen yeah we signed uh ted alex and lc you were sacked what seven times in the super bowl something like that well here's the thing about sacks so there's good sacks and bad sacks, right? Sure. You know, you look at the stats. Yeah, I got sacked a lot, but you look at when they happen. Third down sacks. Who cares about third down sacks? I'm gonna try to extend the play as long as I can on third down to get the first down. Unless I'm in field goal range and it's gonna back me up, then I'll throw away, throw the ball away, and get some points. But I think sacks are an overblown stat. Yeah. So do you have like a good relationship with the O line? Like you love those guys? Like awesome. Yeah. What were their Christmas gifts this year? Last year, I got them uh, iced out G-Shocks. Yeah. Oh, what did those run you? A lot. <laughs> I thought I saw... Didn't a reporter Man, ask... They just gave you seven sacks in the Super Bowl here? Did you take them back? Absolutely not. No, okay. they, right. they, they played awesome. I thought I saw a reporter call you out. Or no, maybe not call you out, but ask if your chains were real. Yeah. Did that bother you? Because I'd, I'd take offense to that if I were you. I was kind of offended. You think you should have brought out the diamond the tester? tester? Yeah. You, you if you're going to call me out, you got to break out the tester. You got to have... 
some evidence to back it up. Did you see that? Just compare them to Aaron's. His are all fake. So My just... shit's real. <laughs> I don't have it with me, but it's real. Um, did you see that though? What? This reporter, what did he say? He goes, Joe, I have to ask you, is are the chains real? Yeah. Who after, the fuck was that said a post game conference? Uh, press that conference? was after we that was after we beat the the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah. They were just trying to dig you. They're just trying. What do we got here? We got here. Steak just look at this. Look at this fucking treatment you get in Cincinnati. Steak right there. Speaking about the man and the steak. That's the steak burrow. Yeah. Yep. That's the steak burrow. Yeah. Prime New York strip with the Cajun Creole sauce. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, we're gonna we'll keep that there for decoration. But I might take a bite of it. You're gonna have to try one. It's very it's very affordable. Is that? Yeah. I mean, eighty something. It's a nice steakhouse. All right. It's a nice steakhouse. This place is awesome, though. Oh, this is the best place. Yeah. Je- it's Je- uh, Jeff Ruby's. Jeff Ruby's. Jeff yeah. Ruby in the precinct. The precinct. Because yeah. there's multiple locations here, right? Yeah, there's the one downtown, and then there's one in, uh, in Mason. That's amazing. Yeah. So what, do they donate to charity? I, I heard. Yeah, so Dude, portions of the proceeds go to uh, the, the hunger fund that I support. That's it's awesome. Dope. There's a lot about your when when you won that Heisman, that was a big thing of your speech, right? Yeah, you did. You gave a great speech to the Heisman. Yeah, I'm pretty good at those speeches in those situations for the most part. And what was the main topic of it? It was about supporting. I, I just kind of yeah. I mean, I wanted to thank everyone that had helped me get to that point, obviously. And then you know, some just popped into my head. Kind of just went out there, was gonna wing it, and then it was like, oh, I could probably mention something cool that that would help out my my hometown area and. I mean, it went crazy. That's the the hunger fund has like one point six million dollars in it now. That's, I mean, it's going to support them for seventy years. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. That's amazing. That's awesome. Good for you. Fire steak. The that steak sauce is, is fire. Yeah, told you. How did this phone call go? Like, hey, Joe, we got a steak for you that we're making. It just kind of happened. Just happened. Yeah. You getting royalties on this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who we talked to? Jeff Ruby. <laughs> Jeff, why isn't Jeff? Why isn't Burrow getting? I'm gonna be his agent. Why is he getting royalties on every steak sold in here? He's doing yeah, all right. I think I'm doing just all fine. Right. Just make sure you collect everywhere. You know. Just, I, I, I work with Josh Gordon a lot too. I don't really have the top tier talent, you know, but do a lot of uh, agent work. I guess. Fan, got, fan controlled football league. We have the fan controlled football league. Yeah. You're a fan. I see highlights. Yeah. He sees it. It's fun. Do what we can. It's kind of just building the kind of like WWE of, of football. It's yeah. not really like hyper focused on the players playing. It's more like building a show around it. That's cool. So, you know, we're looking for. I think to the have. more leagues that you can have to give people opportunity, the better. You see USFL coming up and XFL and all those leagues. You know, a lot of them ended up you know, going down because of COVID. But you know, all these guys coming out of college that might not get a chance to the NFL or getting an opportunity. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. What was it like going to the White House? You guys went, right? Yeah. What was that like? That was that was, that was cool. Um, I'm not real into that kind of stuff. Yeah. But kind of just comes with the territory. Yeah. If you figured you got a chance to go to the White House, you might as well do it for one time, and then that's good. Mm-hmm. He's you're playing with Trump, aren't you? On Saturday, Trump's your guy. I mean, he's a cool. Like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down a chance to golf with him. That's <laughs> yeah. for sure. It's like when we get shit for like it's so funny because like you know we took so much shit. We interviewed the president during all the Ukraine, Russia stuff early. And, uh, you know, we took so much shit for it. Not it really. I don't think so. Well, I'm saying like, you know, I read every yeah. DM. So <laughs> I just read every single one. Uh, not too many coming in this way, but. So <laughs> uh, but no, we took a lot of shit for it. It's just like, I don't think we'd ever turn down an opportunity to interview any president. I don't care what it is. You just don't turn down 
And that's why the same you thing can't. goes. It's a, same thing goes to the, like for you guys when you visit the White House and like with politics, like just dividing everything now. It's like, I mean, you get a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to the White House. Why wouldn't you just do it no matter what for yeah. the history of yeah. it? You know. Agreed. So that's why I just hopefully don't get a uh, bad bad uh, rep any longer for this. <laughs> I mean, it gave a lot. Of me. So worried. No, I just I get anxiety when I go in the DMs. So you don't go to the DMs. Don't go to the DMs. Yeah. I can't help it. It's why? Like, it's like a drug. It's, you're expecting he's expecting to see like one like crazy DM from you maybe or from like, like come on Burrow please model. come on Burrow <laughs> come on they don't happen I mean I'm actually because I did ask you a bunch for this you you this is this is really uh I mean Joe this is the power of persistence right I think I can speak to it well he, I mean like I said I don't do a bunch of these things I don't really like doing a bunch of these things mm-hmm. but sometimes you get bored and you want to do something mm-hmm. so you're, are you are you at a board when does work start up for you again so we start on field stuff next week is it optional still optional yeah do you go to optional or no i go to some of the optional because mm-hmm. they got to expect you there as a leader right yeah you got to show your face right and so now you're at a different level you're in year three now yeah so the rookies that are coming in what are some of the things that you you know preach to, to those guys that are coming into the league i don't really preach anything i just try to you know i reach out to all of them when they get drafted it's a big moment for them and you, know, you just as a quarterback you know, I think there's a couple ways you can go about it. You can go about it as the, you know, I think this will probably be it when you get older, but you can kind of be a mentor and all that and be a fiery guy in the locker room, or you can kind of help build a a culture of being friends in the locker room, having a great interaction with everybody, being able to talk to anybody at the, at the lunch table, sit at different lunch tables to create relationships at different parts of the team. And I think, you know, that's really what, because at this level, everyone has great players. Mm-hmm. Talent is all over the place. I think, you know, the rela- the relationships that you make in the locker room translate to the field as far as I trust that guy. He's going to do his job. And I think building that trust in the locker room is paramount. How much animosity, if there's animosity inside within the, the locker room, do they look to you to kind of fix that? Or is it a coach's job to do we that? We haven't had any of that. We really haven't. I think... You know, at part of building the the culture that we built, you know, our head coach Zach did a great job, and I'm just kind of following his lead of, you know, building that culture that you know everyone loves everybody in that locker room, and you know we got guys out that didn't fit that mold. Is it tough when you're like 23, 24, you got to go into the locker room, and there's guys older than you, vets, and you got to be that guy? I thought it would be. It's really not. You know, we had a lot of great veteran guys that knew knew what the deal was i mean i was the number one pick i was going to come in and be the starter and you know they really helped me along and you know pushed me to to be a leader i didn't really feel comfortable doing it at first and then you know as i started playing better it was you know a lot easier so you got like immediate support there's no one like yo we got to test this kid Mm, i mean for sure at first you know people want to test you but then they see what you can do in practice and it's like all right i'm good it's got to be, I mean, is there makes, a lot of shit talking that goes on? Are you a shit talker? I can talk a little shit, yeah. But on the field, like, I mean, who who, who that you played against really fucked with your head and really got inside your head? Who's the biggest shit talker you ever went against? Nobody. No has. one gets oh, in his come head. On, come on. On. Nobody, not saying get in your head, but there's got to be guys that chirp shit, you yeah. the fuck you out. Maybe you. Does he get in your head? Uh, I'm not even on the radar here, all right? <laughs> That's a good question, though. I'm not even on the radar. Let's, hmm. Who do I we mean, got? I don't think... You don't really want to talk shit to me. You play against Sherman? 
No, I haven't played. Uh, I haven't played against him. No, you haven't played against Sherman. Who else is a big? Who, guy? who talks the most to you? Like defensive linemen, corners. Defensive or? linemen, sometimes, but you know, then I'll make a miss and they won't say anything for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, linebackers sometimes, if they get a decent hit on me, but are they hitting you dirty though? What you talking? Are they are they hitting like? There's definitely some people out there that'll. Don't give you more so your rookie year hit you a little bit after the whistle because they they know you're not going to get a call as a rookie, mm-hmm. and then because that's the thing in the NFL you gotta you gotta earn your calls. Yeah, if you're not playing very well, you're not going to get defensive lineman hits you after the after the the ball is thrown. They're not going to call it if you're not playing well. Right, you got to earn that earn those calls to. You know, I, it was we were playing the Eagles my rookie year and Fletcher Cox and they were. I think they had eight sacks and they were hit me a bunch. Um, Fletcher hits me after the play and he comes up to me late, later and he's like, Hey man, you got to throw that away. And then I looked at him. I said, just give me a couple years and I'll get that call. And I think he liked that. There you go. Yeah. What's the hardest you ever been hit? Um, I don't really know. The only time that I ever really feel it. Cause I mean, you're in the game. You're not really, you get hit. You don't really feel it unless you get the wind knocked out of you, then you kind of feel it a little bit. So I don't really. He's you, just not bound down anybody. No, you're just. Not I mean, why would I give anybody that that satisfaction to? Right. We need it for clickbait. So if you just say a name, it'd be great. You know, <laughs> you don't mind, just anybody. Just, you know, start something, get these views up here a little bit. You know. So how how's the AFC North conference, Lamar? <clears throat> Seals just got Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I got to ask you, like, what are your thoughts on the Baker situation? That's a tough situation. You know, he was hurt, hurt all last year. And, I mean, every time we play him, he balls. Yeah. He, first time we played him, Thursday night, week two of my rookie year, that was, uh, we lost, like, 30 to 34 or something. He balled. And then the next time we play him, I throw 400 yards, and he goes like 25 of 28 with five touchdowns, goes on a two-minute drive, touchdown, won the game. I haven't beat the Browns yet. He beat us both times this year. I guess I didn't play a second game because we had it all, all locked up, but you know, the first one he balled. Why do you think his situation is so like up in the air? You know, I think when you have a guy like Deshaun, you know, you got to take a chance at that because yeah. he's such a great player. But you know, Baker will land on his feet. He's a really good player. You like going up against them, the Ravens, Lamar? I love playing the Ravens. You just had two crazy games last year. Yeah, I love playing the Ravens because they talk. They talk a lot? They talk. I love that. I, th- I feel like the score was 47, like 20. It was a lot to a little. Yeah, but both times. Because yeah. you beat them one time, they beat you one time. No, we beat them both. Oh, really? Yeah, I threw for 520-something in the second one, and I threw for 400-something in the first one. Fucking Jamar man. had like 260-some yards in the first game. Yeah. But... Yeah, I love playing the Ravens. They like to talk, and so when I don't, I don't start the talking. But I usually, if somebody you know pokes me, I can talk a little bit. It's good for the game, though, right? Yeah, I think it is. You see, I mean, Jalen Ramsey's a talker. Um, everybody on the Ravens, Matt Matthew Matt Judon, Patriots, best trash talker in the league. That's What's right. One of Damn his straight. lines. New England. Yeah. Damn straight. Why, why best football like, team what in does the he say? League. Best coach, Bill Belichick. Why does that guy click? He had to assess Best something. coach ever, Bill well, Belichick. He was so <laughs> I'm All right. serious. All right, chill, Bob. I, I'm sorry. Um, my rookie year, we were playing. We only, I only played Baltimore one time my rookie year because I got hurt. Yeah. But he, 
I mean, even if it's not a play that he did anything, I mean, he's talked. Yeah. And I love that. Unfortunately, we stunk that year, so I couldn't really say anything back. But um, I think we play the Patriots this year, so that'll be fun. Welcome Thanks. to – you playing us at home? I'm not sure. But you come into, the, come into Foxborough, you're in trouble. I think we might be coming to Foxborough. <laughs> Mac Jones. Good player. Right around right – around, what, what do you think of Mac? Great player. Really yeah. good. It was impressive what he – I mean, he just fit right into what they were trying to do. Have you played, have you played against Belichick yet? Hmm. Have you had any interactions with Belichick? I met him once in Miami. I got to hear this story because I met him once with Saquon. It was the funniest thing ever. What was your interaction with Belichick? I was going to uh, – what's the steakhouse in Miami? Prime 112. Yeah, steak. that's where I was going. And that was right before my draft. So I was at the Super Bowl right after my last college year. And it was he and Matt Patricia, and I just went up and – Introduced myself, shook shook their hands. He didn't really say much. Yeah, he's just like, we have no chance of getting you. He doesn't care. Yeah, right. Basically, Belichick was like this. I met, I was with Saquon because I was living with Saquon and Sterling Shepard for a year, and uh, we saw him at catch. And I was like, I went fucking crazy because I'm a diehard New England fan. So I'm like, Craig, you got to fucking, I don't care. Like, you got to get Belichick. I need a picture with him. Like, I just, you know. And so Belichick came over. He's like, Yeah, hey, you doing? Nice to meet you. He's like, I'm like, Bill, can I get a picture? He's like, Yeah, as long as you, uh, you don't put on that fucking snap face thing. <laughs> I'm like, All right. And I never have. I've never posted the picture because Bill Belichick gave me instructions to never post. Yeah, you better not post the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, what are our, what are the expectations for this year? What's expectation is always to win the Super. You think Bowl. you're better this year than last year? For sure. Joe's winning the fucking Super Bowl next year. I'm rocking a Burrow jersey the yeah. whole entire season. We got to go to a game. Are we getting field passes? In Foxborough? Can nope. we go to the opener? No, not in Foxborough. No, I can't do that. To, I can't do that. I'm a diehard New England fan. You play against Stein, the Patriots. I hope yeah. you guys well, get fucking buried. Are we getting buried. field passes? Are we not like... I hope you guys I don't get really, I'm, I don't know how to do that. Oh, Whoa. bullshit. <laughs> I've never done that. There I've never go. got anybody well, field passes. It's a nice way of saying fuck You pick up the phone. You call the GM. I mean, we say I got Bob Mennery. We don't have team field passes. We don't have a GM. You guys don't have a GM? No. Well, call the fucking president. Bob needs 18 field passes. <laughs> don't even drop Bob and say, hey, it's Joe Burrow. I need three passes. It doesn't matter who it's for. Yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. But you're not going to? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll see how the pod does, right? It just oh, depends how game. this thing is edited. You know what I mean? Just, you know, that's it. But uh, no, going, going on the field is the sickest thing ever. I mean, he gets to do it every time, but it's pretty sick. I think what people that don't play realize when they're on the field is how violent it is. Because it's loud mm-hmm. and people are running really fast, hitting each other. That's what my mom always says when she would come down during college and, and uh, in high school, that it was very violent. Yeah. But they've always been super supportive, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's was that awesome. a scare for your mom, you getting hurt? Oh, I'm sure it was. She's pretty good at keeping it together. She's tough, but sure, she was very worried. The league's tightening up now on all the rules and everything now, right? Just what with do all you mean? The, meaning, I mean, all the hits, the head stuff. And yeah, if if you're playing well, right. What do you mean by that? Like I said before, you got to earn your earn your calls. Mm-hmm. So I think the refs are more. My biased rookie at times. year, I got zero roughing the passer calls. Zero. Shit. How many do you think there were? That should have been. I mean, there was a couple every game. Right. And then this year, first half of the year, zero. Mm-hmm. And then I think. At some point, somebody made a call. I was you, like, "Hey, yeah, we got to keep you this." Put, guy you on put the on field. those cardio glasses. <laughs> you put on those cardio glasses. Get two million likes, and you're uh, now getting calls. Yeah, you have a bunch of fits planned out for next year. Not yet. They kind of just form the week of. Nice. I'm definitely gonna have to go shopping here soon, though. Go. Oh. He's a caption guy. I am a caption. What was your strongest guy. IG caption you think ever? Cartier I think that. Glasses? I think the Cartier was. That fun. shit went viral, bro. 
Yeah. Black turtleneck. The other one that went viral was the cigar thing. The, oh, after yeah. winning the Heisman, that thing went crazy. That was, I think, what actually blew you the fuck up was yeah. that moment with the cigar. Yeah. We, uh, so we bring all this. That was after the national title. We were going to smoke all the cigars in the locker room and we started smoking them. And the cops come in because I guess you're not allowed to smoke inside or whatever. And they start trying to arrest people in what? the locker room. What? Yeah. After a fucking after we won natty the title, we're like, what's going? On? No, I Come support. On, the, I support the police. Cigars should it shouldn't be mandatory to smoke a gar. What after state that. was this in? This was in Louisiana. Yeah, we but, played in New Orleans right. for the national title. They were arresting players. They were trying to, and then I think they finally realized like then they we, got some gars in their hands and shit. <laughs> yeah, and then they joined the party. Yeah. Up. So they just there was a bunch that came in and they were just like confronting you guys and saying, "Hey, you're either put it out or you're being arrested." Yeah. Wow, that's insanity. Yeah, that was your most viral thing, I think. Yeah. That's the, kind of what started it all. Was that, that that montage or whatever it was when you walked out the slow motion famous thing video? Was that like planned or was it just shot by somebody? I mean, I was just smoking the cigar on the way to the to the press conference. And obviously, there's a bunch of cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of filmed it. You were on cloud nine. Oh, yeah. Was that the greatest accomplishment of your life? Yeah. If- I, lost, I lost the state title in high school, lost the Super Bowl, won the national title. So I got to get another one. What was the final score of that game? Do you remember? 42 to 25, I think. Oh, yeah, you guys dominated. Yeah. You guys dominated. But we got down 17 to 7 early. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. How many tidies did you throw? Five. All right, that's right. MVP? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, not bad, bro. Not bad. It's crazy because the NFL now, it's dominated by young quarterbacks. There's so many good ones. I feel like it's so many good recent, ones, right? You've- I think it's easier than ever to come in and play well because it used to be. Why? I think coaches are really good at understanding what a player did in college and forming the offense around a guy and i think receivers are better than ever too and so there's so many good receivers that helps quarterbacks out you know we're getting the ball out of our hands faster um you know defenses are still complex um but you know you kind of see everything in college now too and so it's just the games are are meshing. College game is similar to the NFL, is similar to high school more so than ever, and I think you just get more reps. Well, every game is like super competitive in the NFL. Obviously, that's the main, I think the main difference between the NFL and college. Like college, you guys would play some trash ass teams, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where the team was just terrible. Yeah. And so, like, who was the weakest team that you guys played at LSU? I mean, you play some, got some teams in there in the middle of the year that. Or just garbage. It's like, what are we doing? Right. And then how are you pre- are you preparing the same way for that game as you are against? No. Not really. You're just <laughs> I like, mean, no. you just have fun with the, the trash teams? I mean, we're like, yeah, you, you know, maybe you make a throw in a different game that, or maybe I'll hold on to this one and try to make some people miss and run for a first down instead of making that throw. <laughs> That's fucking wild. What was, the, what was the biggest blow you guys had at LSU? Uh, I don't know. We scored 60 or 70 in one game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I think that's why, I mean, not a lot of the great quarterbacks in the NFL come from big time schools. And I think, you know, I've thought about this quite a bit. You know, guys like Josh Allen and Mahomes and those guys, they come from, you know, smaller schools, Texas Tech, Wyoming, and you play in a lot closer games. So you have to understand how to win. I think that's what the NFL is understanding how to win because every game is going to be within seven points. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter who the team is and how what do you do down the stretch you got to know how to win mm-hmm. is it like the coverage the like the, the that's the game just becomes a lot more like the secondary for instance right and the difference between college and football is whether just it's like less time yeah 
But, you know, the receivers are a step above, too. I think the main difference is the defensive line is mm-hmm. the defensive line in the NFL. Every single team has a pass rusher that's going to get to you. It doesn't matter who you have on, on the O-line. Pass rush is going to get to you at some point. Yeah. We usually smoke weed sometimes for episodes once in a while. We always used to do it. Obviously, you, you're too, like... I just it's killing me. That's why I'm going through withdrawals right now. <laughs> but did they just did they just reduce for for NFL players? Didn't they just take away that you can smoke weed in the offseason? They we get tested, yeah. You get tested, but aren't you <clears throat> aren't you for anybody that play NFL players that wanted to smoke weed in the offseason, are they allowed to smoke weed? We get tested two weeks during camp. Okay. You Not during t- the season? Not during the season. Just during camp, two weeks. So weeks. we'll link up at some point during the season or not? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it's good. It sometimes reveals, you know, if it's used medicinally, it's good. Yeah. So you know. what else do you do besides football? Anything? I game a little bit. What do you game in? I watch UFC every weekend. Let's oh, go. Shit. Who's your favorite fighter? I like Sugar Sean. He's awesome. You met him? Um, I was at his fight. I haven't met him, but I was at his fight. Shout out Sugar Sean. Yeah, Who? that's a huge. He's fighting July. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was fighting Almeida. Um, Why do you like him? I mean, he's dribbling between the legs, popping. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Would you ever? Awesome. You should go to the fight. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm plan- I might go to it. It's close to camp, and so I'm going to be locked down. But if you need me to make see. a call, let me know. I think I, uh, I make I can make some calls myself. <laughs> yeah, but if you need a stronger call, man, <laughs> I got you. No, this guy's no. <laughs> no, no. You don't want that call, trust me. Oh, now we got a something here. What do we got here? Huh? <laughs> Jeff Ruby's and <laughs> oh, look at this viral. viral. We don't want to block the cameras here. We got to see it here. Oh, oh, it's yeah. our signature wow. uh, JR Woodford bourbon cigar. Wow. So speaking of cigars. <laughs> is that a dessert? Oh, my God. That's Gabe, amazing. You could have that. That's did, a, a that's, fat boy. Did you watch uh, Oliveira Gaethje? Yeah. Gaethje was the last episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they fought Saturday, Doug Rose and uh, Esparza, and then Chandler and Ferguson. Chandler's a beast. That was a crazy card. Crazy card. Front kick to the face. Oh, my God. Did you see the picture of Ferguson's face? Like, zoom. Was in? that real? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's real. I thought that was like a filter or some shit. Yeah, he no. looks fucked in. That, that was like crazy. He got Cheeto Vera hit. Uh, uh, who did he hit with that? He hit the same thing earlier this year. Um, Frankie Edgar yeah. kicked Frankie Ed- Edgar in the face. When did you start getting into the UFC? I've been watching that since I was little. Oh yeah, the show. Remember John? The first dope, one right? I ever watched was uh, the first UFC on Fox. I think that was. Uh, is that bare hands? No, no. it was uh, Velasquez and uh, was that the Shogun days? Yeah, those are the Shogun days. You see what happened Can't to remember. him? Came Velasquez. Yeah. God, that sucks. No, what happened? I think I don't know exactly what happened. I don't want to misspeak, but I think like his daughter got somebody got fucked with. I think yeah, and then he just his daughter s- got like sexually like assaulted or some shit, and then he went after the guy and just like lit up his car. He didn't the kill guy. him though, right? I don't think so. No. Yeah, but everyone's tough. everyone's kind of taking his side because the, I mean, imagine your daughter like it's so fucked, dude. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I would handle that. That's, that guy's a legend too. Came to last. Gaines had some great fights back in the awesome day. John fights. Jones, the spinning elbow. That remember that if you dive in that John Jones in his prime was just. That's why you pray he comes back in the sport I for think, some reason. Yeah, I'm excited for him coming back. He needs to come back. Like, what is he waiting for? I think they're just waiting for a fight. He's had two years. I think he's going to end up fighting Stipe sometime yeah. this year. Yeah. He, uh, that spinning elbow he threw against Shogun was the best clip of all time. But he gets in trouble. Do you have? Do you feel like you got to take care of these guys off the field? What guys? Like your team. Like if they're acting up and shit. You definitely got to look out for some guys. So just like the party and stuff? <laughs> some guys definitely like the party, yeah. At the club? Do they have curfews? Are they strict curfews in the... Uh... 
the dragon speaking again. Do they have uh, strict curfews with the uh, NFL? Like before game days, uh, do they check in? Like a, on not- the road, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess we stay in a hotel on home games too. Yeah. But I mean, after the game, it's are the single guys <laughs> are the single guys allowed to have visitors? No. No. Who checks on that? You check on that? You go door to door? Joe goes door to door. <laughs> what? Door. Uh, on the road, you mean? So, or, yeah, on the road. You can't have anybody in the hotel. In your sometimes hotel though, it might. I mean, I don't know if I agree with That's that. That's had to have happened. Wow. You know why? Sometimes I think a little release might help. I'm going to be honest with you. A little release might help. I know you're NFL. I'm going to say it in a different way. You know? <laughs> people got to break that rule, though. Hell yeah. I'm oh, sure, I'm sure people do. Yeah. Especially if you're on a bad team that's not winning. Yeah. You're just going to sit in your ho- hotel room all day. Right. I would be a mess, but I'm in a happy relationship, so I'm all good. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. You guys go to a bunch of UFC fights, huh? A lot, yeah. You should come with us. We'll trade you uh, seats for field passes. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I, think down. We, I think we should. When is when is Sugar fighting again soon? Yeah, he fights July, July 2nd. 2nd. Have you talked to him ever? We just asked that. Oh shit, my fault. You're good. <laughs> You're all good. Um, yeah, we should. We should do that. We should. We should at least go. To, they're, they're awesome. There's nothing like the. Uh, Especially, too, the cool part about with Dana, what Dana does is Dana's a very good host. Yeah. So Dana, what he has is that little back room, too, mm-hmm. for his like little family yeah, and I friends. Yeah, I went to the Stipe Francis fight. That was the last one that didn't have any fans at the Apex. Ah. That was awesome. When there's no fans, there's crazy. I mean, the kicks are so loud. I know. It's but awesome. You guys, well, we said so many times. We were in Abu Dhabi for Khabib Gaethje. Oh, no way. That was crazy. Yeah. No, barely any fans. That's awesome. Just like Abu Dhabi princes and shit. I love it. <laughs> I'm not cutting off, but I mean, this has been a great talk. I think it's been awesome. It's been man. awesome, Joe. We really, we really appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, man. And I hate to say it, you're my number two favorite team in the league. So I'm I'll really here Cincinnati since you came oh, out. You're absolutely crushing, bro. Like, we support it. We, we fucking support it. It's cool it. to sit down with people that are just dialed in their craft. You learn so much, right? I so, mean, you're looking yeah, at one of the dope. best to do it, and for he's here for a long time. Hundred so, percent excited to cheer for you on the sidelines. Yeah. Actually, on the sidelines, on the field. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, let's for do real. it. We'll see you at the game yeah. with, with eighteen field yeah. passes. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, Joe. Thank you. Let's brother. go.